I feel like today it's me, Alan Smith, where we supposed to what is it today's present journal, that's been Monday, October the 4th. So front page of the paper today is the Hunters and New Council Houses, as the suburb expands. So this is more than 500 properties and fresh facilities for a brigadon. So Hunters and New Council Houses now look closer to being built on Aberdeen's northern edge after a string of planning victories. Over 500 properties are to take shape in an ever-expanding brigadon uh, under proposals by Bank on Homes, with them all to be local authority properties. Aberdeen City Council is working hard to create thousands of new houses to ease lengthy waiting lists and the Cloverhill plan could make all the difference. The community had raised concerns about the impact of the new houses on schools and services, prompting councillors to call in the plans, but they appear to have signed off on the houses subject to a number of planning conditions, easing the way for construction to begin. Um, meeting spaces and sports pitches are to be created and school and medical facilities expanded to support the influx of new folk. Um, it is likely the speed limits on part of the dual carriageway will be reduced from 60 mile an hour to 40 mile an hour in anticipation of an increase in the number of school children living in the surrounding area. So, um, Craigie, well, if you're as old as me, you can mind when the Brigadon was just a puckle houses, like nothing like for it is new means like a, a tune itself now. So, you know, another 500 houses is not going to make a, a huge difference. And if they're putting that extra facilities to cope with demand, then uh, so much better. But, um, and I say some folk when I went nothing aside, nothing new houses aside them. But um I think it's a good idea and if it's um you kinda get some folk off of waiting list for a, for council houses then it's long, long overdue. And just makes you wonder for the Dabdi by the four. Now here's a bit about the Baxter's Loch this marathon and this says miles of smiles this marathon makes very welcome return. So thousands are understood for the return of the Baxter's Loch Ness Marathon yesterday, that's uh, sponsored by Baxters. Um, scores of spectators from across the country braved the biting October wind to cheer loved ones over the finishing line at Bucht Park in Inverness. Nearly 5,000 folk turned out to tackle the 26.2 mile feet, with many more folk also completing, uh, completing the Riverness 10k and 5k races. Uh, Stuart Livingston for Castorfin uh, Athletics Club was the first to finish the marathon in a time of two, 32 minutes 21 seconds. Well, Megan Crawford for Fife Athletics Club was the first coin uh, finisher with a time of 2 hours 48 minutes 15 seconds, so it was not far ahead of um, In the 10k, it was double victory for the Inverness Harriers with Sean Chalmers and Megan Keith tucking the honour. So, well, um, also there's lots and lots of money raised for charity and um, they had a very good turn with looks at And um, a big um, mention to some of my relations, but as um, Kay Sutherland, she ran the 10k along with her husband Ali Sutherland and the two loons, um, Kyle and Danny and their uh, girlfriends and partners. So um, they hail Shing Bang and they were running 10k, so a marvellous achievement. And um, <coughs> I would have uh, I would have joined in, but it's just my gummy leg just held my back. But um, anyway, um, fantastic effort and uh, once again sponsored by Baxter's. So if, um, if there's near a tin of tomato soup in the post, and then I can fit like Eddie. But anyway, well done everybody. You probably couldn't get that Bonnier place to run 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 about. Now here's a story about how rehab inspired uh, somebody's Fitbit mission. So a new Fitbit club in Aberdeen is aiming to make sure all underprivileged children can play the sport without worrying about the cost. 
uh, Zest Fitback Club will be providing three free training camps for 90 kids during the October holidays and already have big plans to expand in the future. Uh, lifelong Fitback fan Xander Thornton was inspired to start the club during his time in rehab earlier this year. So the 42-year-old Fabardeen has shared how he was able to battle his addiction and turn his life around about. He said, I got to the stage when I was drinking a bottle of whiskey a day and at the weekends even me. The recovery model they used is called 12 Steps and as part of that you need to recognise a higher power to keep you on track, to keep you sober. Uh, one day I was out walking my dog and I realised my higher power had been staring me in the face and it was Fitba. Uh, and one of their first moves to help their kids get involved in Fitba Xander uh, Thornton and the Zest team have organised a football boot bank. Uh, we've got donation point at goals and one at strikers. All the details are on our Facebook page, he says. Uh, anybody who is interested in their kids being part of the Zest Football Club can get in touch via zestfc at outlook.com. Well, absolutely, hats off to him and, um, you know, to be, you know, having that um, addiction and again, overcoming it and, and, and setting this thing up and starting it. Um, you know, absolutely hats off to him and here's wishing him every success and for the great thing for, for Youngs who play for Barry and Quines. Um, you know, there's um, nothing better than new ten a kick about with a Fitba. Absolutely. Now, anybody that is of a nervous disposition or um, doesn't like horror things or anything or, um, then, or blood or stuff like that, then, then I'll listen to that story. It, um, anyway, a man who severed his finger is traced. So, Bobbies have traced the owner of a severed finger which was found outside a block of flats. It was discovered in a parking area in Lower Bannister Street in Southampton on Saturday morning. And Bobby said the man lost his finger while trying to climb a fence and they were concerned he might have lost a lot of bleed. Uh, a Hampshire police spokesman said investigations have found a man lost a finger in an accident while trying to climb a fence after getting trapped in a courtyard area. However, he wandered off after being given a tool by a resident. Uh, the spokesman said the man was later found after he had attended hospital for treatment. He said, we are pleased to say that the man who lost part of his finger in Southampton has now been traced. Uh, the 28-year-old is receiving treatment at hospital in Salisbury for his injury after seeking medical assistance himself. So, oh, God, that just makes you wince, doesn't it? Just a very thought of it, but um, hopefully the man is all right. And I was just thinking that um, he probably realised it was missing from them. He saw the bobbies coming to, towards him and maybe he to give him a wave or a a salute or some description and then um, realised his finger was missing but ah, joking aside, uh, it's just awful so hope he's alright and if he's been reattached to his finger Now here's a story about um, somebody went to make a, a TV drama about the SNP um, fracture between Salmond and Sturgeon so filmmakers are planning to make a drama out of the SNP's biggest crisis, the sturgeon Salmon fallout First Minister Nicola Sturgeon and their predecessor Alex Salmon were once political allies and close pals, but the highly public collapse of that partnership is now to be made into a TV drama. Synchronicity Films, the Glasgow production company behind BBC's psychological thriller The Cry, have confirmed the project is in active development. The firm has taken option on the book Breakup, how Alex Salmon and Nicola Sturgeon went to war by journalist David Clegg, the editor of The Courier, and Kieran Andrews. Uh, the account sheds new light on the formidable alliance between mentor and protégé, stretching back decades, which was ripped apart when claims of sexual assault split the SNP. Um, uh, Mr. Salmon denied the allegations and was cleared of all charges last March. Um, he has since launched a new political party, ALBA. Um, Synchronicity Films is now looking for a writer to develop a script. 
Um, so, Claire Mandelf, as the creative director of the film, said this story touches on so many things we as a society are grappling with today. But at its core, it is uh, an exploration of a very universal story, the breakdown of a relationship between mentor and mentee as their once united ideologies fracture. So, well, I'm sure it'll be the same as the SNP in general. It'll either have folk um, glued to the box or um, the other half switch into half or switch into to see something else. But, um, you know, I'm sure there'll be some interesting bits in it and I'll fit the accident on behind the scenes and um, if I can fit, it fit time and, you know, Far said fit to far, but um, we'll we'll see if it, if it gets a go ahead and it and comes out at some point. Then um, you know I'm sure it'll be a a great success anyway. Because as I as I nosy folk like me, if I was went to care and fit actually get on, so get it going. Now here's a story I couldn't um, leave out, but it's um, about Elvis Presley. If somebody's a fan of his, and I didn't mind the man himself, but um, apparently Jailhouse Broch. As a headline, Elvis's northeast roots have been traced. So Elvis Presley's coffin was exhumed and took into Graceland 44 years ago, but his roots will aye be in Aberdeenshire. Elvis was a brothloon, you see, several times removed. The king's great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather shook his hips in Aberdeenshire 300 years ago. Alman Presley was wed in the village of Lone May near Fraserburgh. Apparently, Paris records show eight generations before Elvis was born in 1935, his ancestor Andrew Presley with Elspeth Legg in Lone May on August 27, 1713. The Presleys would have been married in the village's all Paris church, which was built in 1607, but it's now a ruin. Their son, who was also called Andrew, became a blacksmith, and he was the first Presley to leave Scotland for America in 1745, and he settled in North Carolina. So I've been folk looking into the uh, the Elvis's um, uh, history and his genealogy and all like that, and um, it's traced his uh, Scottish roots and discovered ancestors who fought in the American Wars of Independence and the Civil War. Uh, another colourful character was Elvis's great grandmother Rosella Presley, who had ten kids out of wedlock. One of her grandsons was Elvis's father Vernon Elvis Presley, who married Gladys Love Smith, and uh, she gave birth to Elvis Aaron Presley on January the eighth. 1935 in Tupelo, Mississippi, and he got on to sell an estimated 1 billion records. He starred in 31 films and he won three Grammy Music Awards for his recordings of gospel songs. So, the home of Elvis's ancestors and the city for the king of rock and roll was born could not be mere different. So, Tupelo in Mississippi has 35,000 inhabitants and it is a manufacturing, retail, and rail distribution centre. Now, Lawn May is just a population of about 1,500 and it's best kind for his daddy. So, Thank the Lord that um, his, uh, his relations took a plunge in Gravata America and, um, and settled there, because otherwise we would have had no jailhouse rock or Love Me Tender or one of that. I mean, some of the films we could have maybe done without, but um, the singing, you know, has been a, a blessing for everybody, I would say. But um, well done to him and well done to folk for tracing all that stuff, because it must be, must be pretty boring. But anyway, well done to find out that... Elvis actually comes for the broch. That is quite unbelievable. Now just finish up with sport as normal. So once again, we're uh, Berlin. We're beaten again to again. So that's uh, uh, they've just took two points to say it's a possible eighteen in the Premiership. So it's um, uh, back pages glasses sick of dishing out the same rallying call. And um, as a fan, I can say we're sick of hearing the same rallying call. So um, 
but I must say they did play a bit better yesterday we looked at and um, and they were just five, six minutes above and getting a draw with Celtic, which would have been an uh, improvement, but it uh, wasn't to be. So, um, onwards and upwards, as I say, it kind of got only worse, surely, to goodness. But, uh, so, come on, Aberdeen, and we just need a winner. Only description, please. Thank you. <coughs> now, that's me done for the day now. <coughs> just a wee sub stories out of this paper on uh, Monday, October the 4th. So, um, it was a very mocky morning, quite nippy ass morning, actually, but um, turned out a very pleasant afternoon, and it's a uh, Quite a fine night now, so you feel like they're coming in. <coughs> it's really getting dark early. So, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Um, I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to um, me reading the paper and um, getting some comments on it. But um, if you can, anybody for you think might like it and fan would maybe appreciate hearing the Aberdeen Twang, then please let them can. And if uh, you can subscribe to it, that would be just super. And if you can uh, leave a review, as long as it's a good one, then that would just be tip top. So, thanks very much now. Cheers. Good luck.